Hey guys, good evening. Tinezo, can you hear me? Hello. Hey, okay. Yes, hey guys, good evening. Welcome back to my podcast titled You Are God's Parity, hashtag God's Number One, hashtag Email Referrer. You guys, I'm so grateful once again, you know, for your support. You guys are so, 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 so blessed. And I'm really grateful that you guys are listening. I love you guys. <clears throat> so, guys, drum rolls. This is the last episode <laughs> of my series. <laughs> and I'm inviting one of my own. One of my very own. Like, I love this girl so much. Like, she is like, you know, she is she is like a mother. You get a mother strict sister. You get what I'm saying? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So, my name is Chinna. So, Chinna, so say hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> so, okay, so before we start, I'll just like briefly like introduce the topic. So, the topic basically is the thought of the father, the thought of the father against fear and anxiety. You know how people are just saying that, oh, fear, what is fear? Fear basically is like an emotion, like, just an emotion to me, shall like you know, just when you're afraid of something, basically. I don't even have a definition in my head right now, but you get guys. <laughs> so, before we start, Gina, so please, can you like give us a very short prayer? Okay, <clears throat> thank you, Father, for this segment in the podcast, that series that we are experiencing right now. Thank you, Lord, because. As we go through the topic, you help us to soak into in and actually them in our life. Amen. 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 So, um, so like you know, at the beginning of the series, I was like that this the the whole series is just going to be like a question and an answer thing. So this is the last episode. So before I do that, I just want to like say thank you to China. So so I am really, really grateful for you, like, accepting my invitation. Like, God bless you for me. And God will strengthen you to do more of his works in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here as well. Oh, you guys, I'm flashing. But I'm really happy that you thought of me to be here. So thank you as well. Okay, so... Now, you know it's about fear and anxiety. So the first question is, Gina, so do you think fear and anxiety is real? Or like, do you just think it's an illusion? It's real. And it's also an illusion, I guess. But it's a a real thing. I think using those two words in the same sense. So if if you're saying that it's real and it's also an illusion, please, could you like explain further what you mean okay what i mean by it's real first off is um people experience anxiety like it's an it's an actual problem for most people and they go through it a lot like it, it literally like dampens their entire personality and their entire day and their entire lives and everything so like that actual problem is real 
but then what I mean by it's also an illusion is because as much as it is a real problem that people go through, it is a mental illusion in, like, in your mind. Like something has cascaded. Is it? Is it cascaded? I don't know. That's a very big word. That doesn't mean what I want to say. It has covered up. <laughs> it has covered up like your reality, like the actual reality that you're supposed to be living. You know, every single person is supposed to be living a happy life. You know, that of course even their ups and downs, like it's supposed to pull through. But then your mind is stuck in this illusion where you feel so trapped and out of control and just basically not in the best mental state or best mental state of mind or health or those kind of stuff. So that's what I mean. So it is a real problem that people go through. But then in the mind of the person that has Thank you. Okay, yeah, we understand. You understand, guys, right? Mm. Okay, so um, what exactly do you understand by fear? Like, what do you understand it to mean? Like, can you give a definition of fear? Okay, um, what I understand by fear is like you're afraid of something. You have this strong negative emotion about this like you're so concerned about it and you're just letting this negative emotion just like override your mind let me say like something, something like as simple as the dark oh i'm afraid of the dark you're afraid of the dark because you know you just don't know you're uncertain about it you don't know what, you don't know what's out there yeah. so it's like this thing of uncertainty like I don't know what's out there, so because I don't know what's out okay. there, I'm afraid. I'm still trying to answer. Is it possible for like a Christian to suffer from fear and anxiety? Like, is it is it okay? Is is it? Uh, yeah, is it possible? Can a Christian yes. suffer from fear and anxiety? Okay, and what? Yes, okay. a Christian can suffer from continue. fear and anxiety. Yes, it's very possible. It's sad. Okay. Um. And what does the Bible say about fear and anxiety? Okay. No. No. I'm like it's sad, but it's possible. Okay. Well, if you can go to Matthew six, um, verse twenty-five. Most times, I like, guess anxiety thing has also been like okay. um interchanged with um worrying as well like if you have something you also tend to worry about it too and everything so i'm going to bring out like two bible scriptures that talk about fear and worrying or anxiety and worrying yeah so in matthew 6 first it talks about how um verse 25 before verse 25 said therefore i say to you do not worry about your life i'm going to just stop there because you, the meaning part of the verse sort of like talks about things you shouldn't be worrying about basically but the general message of that verse is therefore I say to you do not worry about your life so I'm going to read um, where now? <laughs> sorry hold on Second Timothy is this the second thing what he now talks about fear? <laughs> I'm trying to, I just forgot about it. Like, he doesn't buzz in my head and I forgot about it. Wow, that's crazy. Sorry if I'm taking so much time. I used to just go speak this long. 
no problem just we forgive okay, you we forgive you because i've tried If my mind, I don't know how possible that is. But regardless, what the place I was looking for, I think, is in first or second thing, we're talking about fear. Like, God has not given us spirit mm. of fear, but has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of I think it's second thing. That was that was the I was looking for, but it just my mind for some reason. So, like, yeah, it should be two or three. I'll Timothy, check. I'll check it there. You guys, I'll get back to you on that one. Let's continue on that one. I'll, con- I'll get back to you on that one. Let's continue. Okay. So, yeah. So basically, like, Jesus Christ was the one I was talking in Matthew, Matthew six, talking about how we shouldn't worry about anything concerning our lives. And then here, um, Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, was talking about how God has not given a spirit of fear. We do not have fear. So the Bible talks about how we should read. Of anything, I think even in Joshua too as well. When God was admonishing Joshua mm. and was talking to him, he was like, "Do not be afraid. I am with you." Things like that. Like the book does not encourage Christians to be afraid. Why? Mm. Because the Lord is with us. We aren't alone. We aren't without help and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm. the Bible is like okay. the Bible stands on here. So, guys, remember when you get you afraid of anything, just know that. God is saying in his word that you know you should not be afraid because it is with you. Yes. So um next question is how true or false is this statement? God can give one as in God can give a person, God can give one anxiety or fear in order to use it to do good. And is it possible? Because in the Bible, you know, it was saying the Bible says that perfect comes from the father which is god so here i'm seeing a question saying can okay let me rephrase the question can god give one anxiety of fear in order to use it to do good because anxiety of fear is not something good so is it possible for god to, to do that Well, talking from the verse that you just talk, I just said, I think that's that 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 yeah. verse from Ephesians, I should believe. Um, the God, like God, is is a giver of good gifts, and anxiety is a good gift at all, right? And then the same father that was talking okay. about God has said, I think I found that place. I think in Joshua, Joshua one verse nine, was saying, "And that you be strong and of good courage. Mm-hmm. Do not yeah. be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go." Right, God, God wouldn't. You know how people have that, mm-hmm. that fear of like, oh, I'm sick because God is trying to teach me a lesson of trying not to. Yeah. God doesn't use bad things to to teach you stuff. Like things that we find, that we may find ourselves in situations like that is like maybe like in like in the case of the Israelites now, for example, like God has always God was always trying to reach out to them, always trying to like be their god and let this people be his people you know but then they were always forsaking him and so he left them to their peril in the sense that because they were not they were refusing his covering they were refusing his blessing they were refusing god basically. Yeah. so if you're refusing somebody you won't get the benefits of that person right so in the case of people like people i believe that like most people usually get that um 
ideology from the Israelites, I, I, I should presume, because I really don't know why people think that, you know. But like, the reason why they experienced so much hardship was because they kept refusing God, they kept refusing God. Yeah. And so if you refuse, if you refuse a giver of good gifts, the first thing you eventually stop, you know, like since I'm always good gifts and you're not and you're not accepting my good gifts you know so if i stop giving you the good gifts and what, what will you get in return bad things will be happening to you because you are refusing to be under the covering of god so that's a different thing but i'm not saying like maybe that's the reason why people feel like you know god uses bad things to teach people but that is not true god does god does even wish for any of his children to have to go through bad experiences because that's why he even gave us the Holy Spirit to be able to teach us and to be able to comfort us and be able to guide us through life. Because mm-hmm. if you are, are led by the Holy Spirit on every single aspect of your life, you wouldn't, the losses that you will count will be very, very scarce because God is literally going to guide you through every single thing. So God does not use bad experiences to teach people at all. At mm-hmm. all. You, know, you know how like, the common thing people say, like, experience is the best teacher. Well, best teacher though because the holy spirit would just guide you and teach you in all truths like the bible says and everything and he would yeah. remember how the bible talks about how he won't let your feet to be dashed upon a stone that kind of thing god is god is about it's about covering you it's about making sure that like a like a protective father over his child like i don't want this to happen to this person i, I want everything to be perfect, perfect, perfect. Like, that's how god is for the back with his children okay, um, and everything so god does not okay i'm sure so this question came from someone his children and then person was like that um can fear or anxiety overcome a believer's mind if yes how can that believer be restored from the shock or trauma yes like the first question is from can fear or anxiety overcome a believer's mind that like, can you like you know cloud the the um i'm gonna put it like overcome your your mind as a christian do you get and then if yes like if it's possible how can like the believer overcome that fear yes Okay. Well, it's very possible for a believer to um, to have anxiety, um, let's say, cloud their mind or cloud their their judgment and everything. It's very possible, and I think everybody is literally. I don't think anybody is really like to having bad experiences. But the question is, how do you how do you handle those bad experiences? Because there's sometimes we might find ourselves in situations where we feel out of control and we don't know do you know and so those feelings of not being in control or being uncertain hey china so we can't hear you okay yeah china so please continue okay so, could you repeat the question again? So sorry. Okay, then I was saying that. Um, okay, I was saying that. Um, some um, can fear and anxiety overcome a believer's mind? If yes, like how can the believer overcome such fear and anxiety? Like how can he be restored from the shock 
yeah okay so um i was saying that yeah like we, we find ourselves in situations where we have to feel all these like emotions now and everything like about how you know we feel like we cannot control the situation or we are uncertain about a particular situation and so those feelings like come to our minds or we feel that way and everything so like the question is how do you handle that like do you take it with like and like do you just let that like those whole feelings and those emotions that you know like this is the emotions that you're feeling to override your mind or do you tackle it with the word of god so it is your affirming how you handle that thing so most people what they do is that instead of them tackling with the word of god they let those thoughts to be playing in their minds and literally meditate on it they don't like they don't know that they're, they're meditating on it but then when you're not thinking about something over and over again you more sure those words are even trying to like say mm-hmm. this is the reason why i'm feeling this, this is the reason why i'm feeling and you try to justify those feelings or making it or make, you're making it like a deep-seated thing so how so how do you get out of that shock okay. or that trauma of being anxious by going back to the word and by down every Talking about how we should be anxious for nothing, but in everything in prayer and supplication, we should make our requests known. Yeah, and then peace and the peace of God would come to you. Like (laughs) Philippians, Philippians four. That one I won't forget. That one, don't worry. (laughs) Philippians four, verse eight, I think. Yeah, let me go there. Okay, no, no, not eight. Um, six. Said, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with yeah. thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through christ jesus mm-hmm. so this is basically answering the question right if you're having mm-hmm. if you're having if you're any anxiety or any like anxious thoughts or you're not feeling about yourself go to the yeah and thank him like you're praying to god i'm not just praying to him oh god this is how it's happening thank you because you can help me through this but to thank him say okay god thank you for the fact that i can come to you and i can talk about my feelings with you and you can help me get past these things yeah. because worrying has never helped anybody and worrying will never help anybody ever but like talking to god about how how it is that you're feeling what what bible say said that the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, what 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 happens in prayer when you're praying about your anxiety or whatever anxious thought that you're feeling is that that anxiety that 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 gives you um, mm-hmm. discomfort, that gives you like a troubled mind and troubled spirits. God now you take peace that passes on. All of a sudden, like you don't find yourself in this whole peaceful vibe. You're like, okay, you know, everything is everything is like in control and going to be fine, no matter what happens. Even if I don't know how it's going to play, I know that God is with me and is working with me through these things. Like you just have this assurance from the Holy Spirit because I was comfortable to make everything have meaning. 
yes so that's okay so like you can someone can say that like when you quote the word of god is enough to overcome fear like the thought of fear and anxiety like you continue meditating on god's words is enough to you know um, overcome any thought of fear and anxiety that is trying to like digest in your mind okay yeah okay I'll, I'll yeah that's something important about, like meditating like reading like trying to like like soaking yourself into like the understanding of the word No, what, okay, okay, why I said why I said I would rather say meditate than quote is because quoting you can I can I can literally quote someone, I can quote a particular place, but it doesn't have mm-hmm. any any yeah. um deep seated meaning in my heart. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but when I'm thinking on something, your like your entire being is trying to align itself to these words that you're meditating on. And that's what the Bible said we should do. We should study and meditate on his word. When we're talking to Joshua, it was like this is this book of revelation mm-hmm. from out of your mouth. Thou shalt meditate on it day and night. So, like, let of God like continuously run in your lips. Let's not run dry. Let your lips continuously speak God's word. And why are you speaking God's word? Not because you're just trying to put your yourself say like have not done charity, but like I read, I read, I read a book and this um, he can grow rich book even if if it's not the bible because I think he had a set of things that are really good yeah so he was like the when 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 you're meditating on words and you're just saying it to yourself over and over again it's like you're finding your mind is finding itself in this in this place where you're tricking it into believing something like you're tricking it into believing this is reality and then by because why, why why did he say trick he was like you see pe- people that have like bad um, mindsets about themselves you know they feel yeah. like it's over for them like nothing can happen or everything so you it's on this question like literally restructuring your mind into believing in this new reality that you're trying to introduce to yourself so that's what meditating does it reconstructs your mind i think trick- tricking is a bit it's just me not right to you the thing maybe recon- like reconstructing is better so that it restructures your mind into this new reality you know that christ is with me and i can overcome these things right? because the holy spirit is with me i'm not alone in this thing god has my future you know mm-hmm. that kind of that, that kind of stuff so that's what meditation does for you it restructures your your mind and that's why the bible god was encouraging joshua and of course encouraging us to meditate on the word of god because this is what is going to change your life and, and put and puts you in that reality that God wants you to be in. And what's that reality? To so understand that God loves you and wants the best for you and would never and would never want to see you in a state where you cannot find happiness or joy or peace in Him. He will always wants to be focused on Him because if you're focused on Him, you know, this things, these problems that we face every single time, like anxiety and fear and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it won't be happening to you. Why? Because you um, are Gina, so, um, does lack of faith cause fear and anxiety? Yeah. The lack of faith cause fear and anxiety? Well, if you want to look at it like, let's say, um, um, uh, without any 
bias in your mind though somewhat yes you can actually say that lack of faith okay, like in what sense like what yes, do you mean could you like explain a little okay let me get let me let me, let me put, like paint a scenario now for example let's say for someone i think i'm picking this scenario because mm-hmm. it was like a personal thing for me that happened from like happened to me last year with everything you just finished graduating from school and that kind of stuff and then you're just thinking you're just wondering okay how will my life be after now i mean after after graduating you're supposed to get a job you're supposed to be financially independent you're supposed to have your own house have your own car like you're supposed to shall be independent basically and then circumstances are not proving to make those your dreams or thoughts become a reality and you're just so confused and you're just wondering and even though people around here telling you are ah, trusting god like not just not, not those cliche trusting in god like people don't say i trust in god and then you don't trust me but like literally praying alongside with you they are literally like telling you that god can literally help you with this thing like pray to him talk to him read the bible study more and then you're like no no no, no that's not enough you know and then you just feel like you need something extra you need to do something like that would just make everything just align and just make everything perfect and work for you in that sense mm-hmm. you don't have faith in god that he can actually help you overcome that situation you feel like it's by your own efforts that you'll be able to like find yourself financially stable or independent basically but like if you have faith that god is literally going to walk you through that phase of your life then you find that it's a lot easier Know, but then the reason but to be as sincere as possible if you do not believe that god can help you out of troublous times or whatever that means that you don't have faith you don't have faith and just have to live by faith and it's not it's not even by faith when things are good but also when things are bad okay um okay also like how true is this statement once i'm quoting now once you are a believer, you become okay. the son of God and God's very own. And due to this, you now have the power and authority to control and manage what goes on in uh, in your mind or thoughts. That means that you have the power to filter any unwanted thoughts in your mind yeah. that can cause you fear or anxiety. So is this even true? Yeah. That's very true. That's very true. You can, as a child of God, definitely have the power to control the thoughts that come to your mind. The Bible says in Proverbs that we should guide our hearts with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. So that the Bible has actually showed us that we have the power to control the thoughts that go about in our minds. And the Bible even gives us a guideline on mm-hmm. how to even filter these thoughts. I think in that same Philippians 4, it says finally brethren whatever things are true one whatever things are noble two whatever things are just righteous three whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good reports if there is any virtue if there's anything praiseworthy meditate on these things yeah. so the devil has said that we can guard our hearts because you know that of like come out from everything 
it's just like basically like that's how like that's where that's how you that's your mindset that's where your mindset comes from that's where your beliefs comes from like if, if you guard your heart you know then you're protecting yourself from things that, that are unnecessary and everything so, so the bible now gives us things like you guide things to mm-hmm. think on so if you're thinking about things that are not true that are not noble that are not just that are, that are not pure that are not loved that are not of good reports or even praiseworthy you should be meditating on things like that so let, 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 let me, let's let's try and bring like down to home like or what one can we like relate to let's say you have this um like this atheist friend for example <laughs> yeah and you guys are, you guys just find yourself in a conversation that is just so bizarre and everything and he just he's just bombarding you on all his beliefs like doesn't god god doesn't exist or this or that blah 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 you know and in your in your spare time now things can be roaming in your mind and then all of a sudden you just remember those things that your atheist friend said you know god does not exist god is not real god is what does many many talks about how god is not real and everything and then you start thinking about these things you start punching and you start trying to now prove to yourself like oh god is real now god is real now you know you're trying to like prove to yourself for some reason you're trying to prove to yourself the things that you already know you that kind of thing and so that's in in this case now mm-hmm. whatever whatsoever things are true you should think on them you know so now in that particular line now the fact that your atheist friend says god is god is not his god is not real is that is that is that is no it's not true thing? is it true that god does, does, does not exist not true so you have no business talking and thinking about those kind of thoughts like immediately those kind of negative thoughts are coming to your mind and you're already filtering them is it true is it good is it noble is it of is it praiseworthy those kind of stuff like if it's not in that um let's say in that filter range or whatever like if if if, if it can successfully like not enter your mind because of those filters then like push it away like you shouldn't even be thinking about those thoughts you leave thoughts that you should entertain and by what i mean entertain like you should be plunging on thinking about let's see like enter your mind space as all uh, if they are true thoughts if they are noble thoughts if they are pure if they are just if they are good reports like if you be like okay yes it's a good thing to be thinking about that is how you should that's how we should filter our our minds because if it just lets every single thing just pass us by and keep on pondering about trying to make ourselves you know think about her trying to make sense out of it we just find ourselves at some point or the other like confused and just generally you know, like in this disoriented state so that's how we should filter our minds i would i would i would, I would say that okay. the verse again philippians 4 verse 8 okay. yeah. okay. so like the answer to the question is like it is true um, you have to part to filter our minds like what should be and what should not be okay so this this question is it's a kind of it's it's tricky it's not tricky but like someone asked me this question was like that i should please like ask this person like you yeah she wants to actually like hear your opinion so it was so the question is this would you say fear and anxiety it is a is a mental in, in um, illness like would you call it a mental illness that can only be cured by medication or would you say it's just an emotional illusion that can be overcome 
um, by the words of God. Okay, well, people actually yeah. get diagnosed with anxiety, to the best of my knowledge. You know, I'm really going to know, of course. Um, and they apparently say that they have medications that they take to help with their anxiety. I really don't know the the um, how that works. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you can take pills for anxiety. I really don't know how that works. But I think to the best of my knowledge, what pills like do like they Sorry, suppress could you like stuff from to the best of your knowledge, like your voice was cracking, so we could not hear you. Oh, okay, so sorry. Okay, I was saying that um, to the best of my knowledge, like I, I, I know that people get diagnosed with anxiety. Like you should, you should go to Google and browse mm-hmm. anxiety, see like it's a medical condition and everything like that, and people take it. So I don't know if they actually get cured of anxiety through that but what i do know is that like the pills are supposed to suppress those feelings of, of anxiety you know, there, there are such pills like mood depressants and everything like that like it depresses a particular mood so that other moods can like dominance yeah so like would like, you are you are you are you saying that are you picking a stand are you saying like, that oh it's a mental illness that can be cured by medication or are you saying that it's an emotional illusion that can only like be over you know be suppressed by the words of god so like are you picking a stand or like yeah that's it i can't i don't really yeah I yeah really because yeah. i really don't know if it can be cured by the word of god but but like people say that these things like it's a, like it's a it's a it's a, it's a diagnosed like disease or sickness or whatever so i guess we can say that it's a diagnosed thing like that's like i mean pe- people yeah but medical think, field, they say yeah, that it's like, it's like what's your like, opinion like, mental illness and everything so, my opinion my opinion i don't have an opinion on that really but i what, what i feel what i believe is that it's like an illusion like it's not real like it's like it's like an, like an emotional okay emotion, like what you said in have, the beginning over things okay yeah, like yeah, like what I said, yeah. So it's it's not illness, it's a mental disease, like if yeah, everything yes. people that are so yeah, yeah. but can it yeah. be by the body? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. <laughs> don't see any person. Yeah. <laughs> I never seen anyone come and say that oh that their anxiety pills have cured them of anxiety. I've never I've never seen anyone mm-hmm. or any story like that. But I've heard of stories of Yo how guys, the let's give God a shot. Yeah, so you know, so since you give God a shout, it's not give God a shout. There's no doubt about that. Hey, I hey, said well, you guys. I thought we were just like singing for the So that is there are showing people that are living careless lives today because of the word of God. Like okay, so this question so, yeah. is, is like this. So it's can a particular TV show, movie, or book cause us to fear? <laughs> 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 
Yes, 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 but like I'm not going to say the person's name, but like this was from someone. So I'm quitting. The hardest thing, can you hear me? It says the hardest thing for me yeah, to yeah, deal yeah. with is the feeling of unreality or of being detached from my surroundings. I feel like I am losing my mind and I wonder if I feel like that, if I will feel like that forever. I fear that I would become unimportant to my friends or that I will not be wanted by anyone and this is making me afraid to the extent that I now begin to detach myself and I begin to be too harsh on myself but now I want to overcome that feeling please advise me I need help so the question now is what exactly would be your advice to this person like how would you edify and comfort this person with the word of God because according to God's word it says that you know, the word of God is just to, is to comfort, to edify, and to what exalt. So, how would you, how would you edify this person? How would you advise this person? Yeah. What, what, and what would you say to make this person understand that okay, the word of God actually can conquer all these things, and make this person also understand. Okay, understand is for the Holy Spirit, but like, how would you? Like, what would you say? Okay. Wow. Okay. First off, I would tell the person that whatever feelings that that he or she is feeling are not real. Like we said, like I think we've established in the beginning, it's, it's mm. an, an, like an emotional illusion. An illusion means that it's not real. Because I think I can like really from experience, really, because this that that particular mm. question kind of hits to home, kind of and stuff. So whatever feelings that he or she is feeling is definitely not real these are yeah. thoughts like negative thoughts that are just coming to your mind to to just bring you down and to just mesmerize you basically and yeah. this is not god's plan for your life at all yeah. god's plans are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring us an so those kind of thoughts once you're seeing that you're that is negative god doesn't does want to feel unimportant and once that feeling know that it is not of god just know as in it is from the other side this is like the devil points blank trying to bring you down trying to because like 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 we said in, in, in earlier like mm-hmm. how it says in proverbs that you should guard our hearts to all the just because out of these issues of devil wants to mess up in people's minds because out of it is the issue of life if you feel yeah. defeated, you definitely go about your life defeatedly if you feel only Definitely go about your life feeling like whatever it is you're bringing to the table will not yield anything of value because you feel unimportant. So he's now he now tries and strikes at your heart, at your very core, make you feel like less of yourself. When the Bible says you are so much more than that, you are more than conquerors. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So I would advise that person to stick more to to study, meditate, have have a group of friends like around. Like she happens to tell you, like you go, you comment around him or her that can help the person, like to grow. And even if you find yourself like not having friends around you, pray, tell God, God bring people around me that would help me because 
as much as yes, God, God helps people though, even without friends and everything. But I mean, maybe, maybe because of me, like God helps me to, to, like, to like a certain extent by bringing people yeah. around me that were like His children, you know, that brought me out of what I was feeling. So I felt, I felt God through these people. I felt God helping me through these people, you know. And of course, I'll go, I'll go to my my private corner and I, I would, I would hear God talking to me and pulling me out of those kind of thoughts and everything like that. So I would, I would advise that person to draw a whole lot closer to God. Pray more, pray more. Once you're feeling that we start to pray immediately, like once you're feeling that we start to pray, and if you have, if you, if you, if you have the word of God like in your lips, like in your mouth, like how, how, how I've been talking recently now, and I, 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 I give like scripture references of, of why I'm saying what I'm saying, that kind of a thing. Like I sh- I'm not supposed mm-hmm. to feel this way because you know God is with me and God has given me to filter my thoughts. So once those kind of thoughts are coming in dismiss them immediately because they are not true thoughts they are not noble thoughts they are not pure mm-hmm. thoughts it's not true because you are very much important if you want to feel like there's literally no person in the world yeah. that's actually not an important person of course like if at least you're like a child of god and everything you're very much important to god's eyes so first of all see yourself in the lives that god has seen you as his child you are a child of God, if the person I hope the person will be listening to this child, but you are a child of God, you are definitely not less of a being where God is. God has said that you are his heir, you are a heir of salvation, you are like blessed and you are highly favored. Like there are so many places in the Bible that talks about like that God is like uplifting his children, trying to put them in this position where he's seeing them as you know he sees us as these beautiful creatures that he just made and he just loves so much and he died on the cross yeah. because of the love that he has for, for us he just make us righteous and just amazing people so soak yourself in the love of god and how do you do that by just studying and just praying like draw close to god and watch how god will literally just change your whole life around i'm, I'm, really, like, I'm a huge testimony like, like, <laughs> like, I'm a huge testimony to this. Like even even when I saw this like like topic, I was like, God, I should that I used to do, you know, that kind of thing. Because I really know how it's like to feel like you're not important and you're not like like just just kind of negative thoughts which are like really horrible for you because just down it just brings you so downcast and so low that you just feel like you just cannot produce anything worthwhile in this life and so the books are all negative thoughts so run them with the word of god i think it's the best guide i can give you philippians 4 verse 8 if yeah. your thoughts do not align to these things discard them in bit have the right thoughts you have the right over your emotions you are yeah. in charge of god you are you are powerful you are an authority god has has seated you with him in heavenly places like in high places so like you're not an ordinary person like just have that in your mind just study the word a whole lot more even if it, even if it means to like have bible studies with like people that you know you know that can really like you can have those kind of like studies with do that a whole lot more pray a whole lot more have people that will motivate you like to do this you know even if even if it's love to have like such a person's number and like to really follow that person through and everything because the word of god has really helped my life okay. honestly, and i would really yeah. love for that person to experience okay so um this this joy. question also came in so, so it was like as a christian 
the person was like as a Christian, like she knows or he knows that you know as a Christian, a Christian can never be alone. You know, you have God, you know what I'm saying. But now she's not saying or he's now saying, yeah. but sometimes yeah. I'm quoting now. But sometimes I feel emotionally and physically lonely and I fear that no man or woman will want me. Basically, I'm afraid of being lonely. Like, you get that kind of... Yeah. So now, what exactly can you say to that person? Like, you know, the person actually knows that, okay, as a Christian, you know, you cannot be lonely, but sometimes she just feels this way. But like, now, what, what, what is she going to do to, like, like let me let me let me go back to my language. Pata pata, kill it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I will say this here. The thing about most Christians, like most of us, basically, is that we have so much head knowledge, but we don't have this like knowledge about God and about like his benefits mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. deeply rooted in our hearts and in our spirits. Am I oh God is in me? Okay, you know God is with you. Yeah. So yeah. why are you why are you feeling really? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. you go outside, mm-hmm. you you're seeing the sun. Do you understand? So then you're like Okay, let's say you're, you're being taught, so you're being mm-hmm. taught that okay, the sun is the sun shines in the daytime and everything. Go outside, and then you're like, I can't. Okay, and I know the sun is shining, sharp, but I cannot see it. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know the sun is shining, yeah. but you cannot see it, but you know it's shining. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's understanding. That's not having a deeply rooted um understanding, but does like you know something, but you just cannot see it. Okay, it's like, it's, like, it's like saying you know your name, but you don't know your name at the same time. I don't, I don't know. Like there, there's so, I don't know. It's like if we try to relate the word of God to like simple things in life, you, you don't get to see that we are really not like sometimes people just don't get these things deeply set in their mind. Can I think of like another example? Okay, let me say like you know that your name is like you know that um you are the first mm-hmm. child of your daughter, um, of your of your of your of your father or your mother now and then you're not fit you're not yeah. the first child of your of your father or your mother that kind of thing you're feeling no. you're no, feeling that you're against the fact that you are the child of your mother you don't get that feeling because regardless of whether you're feeling like you're the first child or not you are still the first child so regardless of whether you feel like you are lonely or you are not people are not around you, whatever, or you fear being lonely, that does not negate that, that does not get them um, negate the fact that mm-hmm. God is with yeah. you and that you are actually not lonely. You have to grasp it's not all about meditating, really. There's so much into meditating that people don't see for at times. Like we need to meditate these things. Have that deeply seated understanding of the fact that god is with you wherever you go like you can never be alone you can never be alone and be- mm-hmm. and, and having the understanding even draws people you know like yeah. to come to you because you are never alone bible says it but i would advise that person is to say meditate more on scripture that on scripture to talk about how you are not alone there are so many places in Bible where um, the lord like himself mm-hmm. this is not even like the apostles being part of the holy spirit everything like 
the Lord Himself says, I am with you wherever you go. You are not alone. And of those things, mortar is every single time. Whenever I see your feeling, it's a feeling, it's a pass, it's a pass. Sometimes we sometimes we feel like we are not born again because we feel mm-hmm. that we're supposed to feel particularly, but does that change the fact that we are born again? It doesn't. Meditate on those thoughts or the, uh, on them on, on the word of God that says, I am with you wherever you go. Be courageous, I am with you. Yeah, and then it also says that we will never forsake us, like so. That means you will never leave us. Exactly. So meditate on those things. When when whenever those things come, just pick it up. Um, Mm -hmm. God, God says that that He's with me wherever wherever I go. And watch, watch that feeling pass. The feeling to pass. But the problem, the problem is that people hold on to those feelings, and then that's when it becomes. But then, holding yeah. on, instead of holding on to these feelings, hold on to the okay, word Okay, so Chino, so, this is the last question. So, this is the last question. So, what? exactly what, what, like, okay, okay. how can someone overcome an anticipatory anxiety? And what exactly is an anticipatory anxiety? Because so this person was like, because when it's almost time for exams, I fear that I will not do well, like I anticipate something bad. So please, how can I get out of this situation? You know, like this, I know this actually happens to a lot of students, like I know, but like now, how can they overcome this anticipatory, like fear that, okay, what if I just enter and I'm like, ah, and the lecture should be like, get out of here, you're not properly dressed. Or something, or I should be writing my exams. My bio should just stop writing. Just all this fear, unnecessary. I don't want to say unnecessary, but like all these thoughts that was just. Or what if, as I'm reading my books now, I'm not understanding what I'm reading. Like that's the and they are really anticipating the fear and anxiety. So like, how, like how, like I know it's true. Like still meditating here, but like, like how also can you like frequently do that? Like how can you? Even, stop it from yourself i can't stop yourself from anticipating such fear yet did you get the question yeah i get the question yeah it's the same thing anxiety the anxiety whether it's, a, it's a, um, it is anticipation anxiety whether it's anxiety for for um, a job is having the books to go for anxiety for Whatever, whatever it is, anxiety is anxiety, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it is tackled the exact same way. Whenever those things come up, reassure yourself in the word that you are always good and you are shy. I don't know, just like just reassure yourself in the word, basically, like always. I must, I must say that these feelings don't come. They do. It's a feeling to pass. It's a feeling. It's to pass because. Even was even, even if for people that have that anticipatory anxiety, whatever you know, and even that the fact, the fact that people are even calling it terms, I'm not explaining like, oh, I have you know like it's, it's, a, it's a smart thing kind of. I have anticipatory, I have anticipatory anxiety. Like this thing always comes to me like every single yeah, time. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if if, 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 if what I'm saying like if you find this kind of kind of like serious kind of stuff and everything, but like um. Basically, just reassure yourself in the world. They are feeling it's definitely part because mm-hmm. even even after that exam, like it's over or you have written it, most of the times those fears that we have never 
they don't happen. Mm-hmm. But you're just stressing yourself with those fears, with those thoughts. They are, they are thoughts. And they are thoughts. And then you're entertaining them. And so because you're entertaining them, it's not, it, not, it not feels so real that you're now like afraid and you're scared that this might really happen to me. But it's, it, it, at the end of the day, it, like, mm-hmm. it never really happens like that, you know. So they are feeling so so how do you get yourself through those feelings by always reassuring yourself in the word so that's my answer to that question reassure yourself in the word not take the word like for granted because this is a very this is very powerful mm-hmm. it's a very powerful thing that we have as our disposal and it really advantage of it the way god intended for us to man it's a famous life like Lechina, so please give us some points like to take home like summarize like just briefly just summarize everything you said like you know what we can actually just carry and just take home like okay okay what i would say like just to summarize this whole thing is that basically god has given us power over, over our minds and the feeling of anxiety it is not it's not god's will for us god told us that we shouldn't worry about anything why did he say you shouldn't worry about anything because he's our father in Matthew 6, when um, Jesus was the multitude, he was talking about how that God takes care of the birds of the air and even the flowers that they are here mm-hmm. today and they are gone tomorrow. How much more his children have faith in God that he mm-hmm. can carry you through these things. Have faith in his word that whatever it is that word will carry you through these things. And the more you the more you're dependent on God. The more your life flows, you know how we are taught. Like it's a back, it's like you know, like the, the ways of God, mm-hmm. the ways of men tend to be very different at times. I mean, it's very funny. When we, as we are growing up, we are taught to be independent of our parents, like be yeah. independent, be on your own, that kind of thing. But in God, God is like as you grow, yeah. even more dependent on me. Like I am, I am your guide, I am your support, I am your strength, I am your help. Like I am your everything in your weaknesses, I am made strong. Like, do you understand? Like he's all he just wants is for us to be dependent on him because we have all tried the routes or the routes where we are trying to work things out by ourselves. And yeah. we have all failed. We have surely all failed. So find God's way. Try depending on him, leaning on him. Um if in um second Peter um, five first cares upon him, for he cares for us. Mm-hmm. You cast all our what? You cast all our cares, our cares, okay. cares, cares, worries. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, no, so it's First Peter, First Peter five. Okay, First Peter five. Seven. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you, right? Yeah. And then the next, be sober, be. And be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom to devour. If you if if you are not sober, sober meaning in in our in like in this context now, um, like finding yourself in in an environment where you can where you where where the presence of God like you can easily, like of course you can't depend on God every time. But what I mean is that you can. You, you always find yourself that. with people that actually also are guided and rooted in the world. Yeah, but like, 
also in that environment where you can easily pray yeah you can pray you can read your bible so always charge in the spirit that kind of thing like you can easily reach into the spirit and like you can come out I, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm yeah, saying like yeah. always like spiritually charged. you're always aware of god like talking to you you're you're spiritually sensitive yeah that kind of thing like you're you're, you're always in tune with god that's what i'm trying to say yeah so being sober like always finding yourself in tune with god that's what i'm trying to say yeah so if you're not always in tune with god if you're not vigilant and if you're always trying to carry the burden on yourself alone definitely you would be overtaken by the cares of this world by how things work and everything like that so be more be be more in tune with god be more like into god like read the bible more pray more study more and understand that you have to be dependent on god that is the only way we can cruise through this life without fears and even those bad things might happen you know that your 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 assurance is in god like your trust is in god and this person sorry could you repeat could not hear anything like and even if those bad things might happen what what i saying Even though those bad things might happen, hmm? you know that Christ is your assurance. You know that you can trust in the Lord. <laughs> not here again. And even if those okay. bad things might happen, those bad things might happen. God is your assurance. You can trust in Him always to help you because yeah. at the end of the day, God. all things work together for the good. So those that love all things okay that's the mindset you should always have everything works together that's the mindset that has helps thank you so much lady chino so like i am really grateful like thank you i love you (laughs) we love you so much i thank you so much for thank you so you know accepting like our invitation like i am so grateful and i prefer today that you know god will continue to bless you in jesus name Amen. So, guys, we've come to the end of this episode. Oh, sorry. Do you want to say something? Wow. Okay, so So, guys, we've come to the end of this episode. And we've come to the end of my first series. Please help me rejoice, guys. Let's start dancing. Honestly, it's been God 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 and your support your support your support your love your care your feedbacks like i am grateful like we did it like we actually did this thing together we started together and we finished together and i am sure and i know that by god's grace like this um series has been able to like touch a lot of people even myself like even myself i'm learning something new like each day and i'm really really grateful once again i love you guys Lechina, so we love you Lechina, so loves us too but you know what in everything god loves us more bye yeah.